0: On this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus, Scotty Campbell's filling in for John Bussecker, and we're talking about Faez Cara's best restaurant list. And how Rick Scott thinks funding the arts is dumb. And a uh, Scottish person got drunk and just yelled at us. Welcome back to another episode of Bungalow in the Bus. This is Brendan O'Connor from com. Tonight's episode uh, is being recorded in Delaney Tavern and hotel. And uh, I'm without John today, and I've, I brought my... wah <laughs> My trusty sidekick, Scotty the Body Campbell. <laughs> hey, everyone. Hey, Scotty. Thanks for coming in again. Well, thanks for having me. We've had requests for you. Oh, have you? Yeah, yeah. We my met, band base? There, last time when we were... Recording at Bellicoso Cigars last week, we had somebody come and ask, like, where's Scotty? Oh, nice. We never
1: hear from Scotty anymore. Well, that that, that makes me feel good.
0: Thank you. You're welcome, nameless person. (laughs) Uh, Here on Bungalow in the Bus, we talk about all the top things, headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. That includes... Soto, which means south downtown, where we are tonight. Which is where we are. Yeah. So we've been here a couple times already.
1: I think we've recorded it before. Yeah, we were here for the the opening, right?
0: Right, and then we recorded yeah. in the back. I love it here. I think it's. I think the art is really fun. It's like pop culture stuff. The food is delicious. Yeah, and uh, it's a little fancy.
1: It is a little you fancy. Know? It's uh, it's kind of, of f- upscale, but yet accessible at and the there's same a time. Family here too, you know. And if you drink we too can much, you bring the family here. There's a family over there. There is a family here. Oh, my goodness. Hiding behind those is that, poinsettias. That kid isn't drinking, is he? Uh, who cares?
0: He's at a hotel. Just <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> stumble upstairs. <laughs> There's a pediatrician in the building, too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to them. We had a crazy, crazy week. Yeah. Um. In what way? Well, you know, it's Christmas and stuff. We right. just had Christmas together. Plumped down in the middle of the week. We did, and... Uh, I had a walk-on roll in Orlando Ballet.
1: Yeah, tell uh, how did that go? You looked very dapper in I, in the photo. I thank you very much. I was a little shocked because
0: I thought they sized me up for a dress. I was right. supposed to be Mother Ginger, and uh, last minute I showed up for expecting to be in a dress. I'm glad I didn't shave because they put me in like just like a period-tailed jacket and. Yeah, to true. And, I, and, and what were
1: you, like, man number three? <laughs> yeah. <kind of. laughs>
0: in the very beginning, right when it starts, you have to walk on stage. Uh, they are like party guests. Right. You right. know,
1: before the, the shizzle goes Drosselmeyer down. Drosselmeyer comes in and yeah. unveils the Nutcracker.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But nobody, like, told me what to do. I just right. kind of rolled in. And then thank God for Patty. Sheehan, and Commissioner Patty. Sheehan, she, she like literally held my hand on stage. We were we
1: were gay lovers. That was our oh, subtext. Oh, because well, she was in, she was a drag king in the, Same, in the nutcracker. She was dressed as a man. Yeah, and I
0: was you know also dressed as a man for once, and we <laughs> we walked in arm in arm. And then we were there. With Gary Lambert from Lambert Salon and Love his Gary, Sean Hunt. They were there, and uh,
1: they're they're in it all the time, all the time. Yeah. And they
0: just do whatever they want. They're on big stage.
1: supporters of the ballet.
0: It was fun. I'm not a huge fan of the Nutcracker. But being me neither. on stage in like the splash zone of their performance yeah. was so fun, Scotty. While
1: you were there, I was at a uh, holiday party, <laughs> and uh, people kept asking me why I didn't go, and I said, "Well, because I would have to watch the Nutcracker <laughs> just to see Brendan." <laughs> they on stage. us stage, offered
0: us four tickets, and I was like, "No, I'm good." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I'd yeah. like to do it again. I'm. Not- it's
1: just, I mean, that is like some sort of drug induced. Who knows what? Yeah. Where did that come from? But the guy who played the Nutcracker, beautiful butt. I've heard that. I yeah. didn't see any pictures. But. It
0: looked like he was like painted. His tights were painted on.
1: Could have been. Yeah.
0: Hey. hey. Never know. Thank you. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Nutcracker. Uh, we just shared. This is not a news story, but for those of you who live locally, sorry, Real Radio line uh, Land, we get very hyper local with downtown Orlando, True. Owners, so, but we had a um, a story. There used to be a Circle K in Mills Fifty, at the corner of Mills and Virginia, and that was torn down, and then Long ago. sold. Right. Yep. a bank bought it, and they were going to make a bank, but somehow it's going to be the home of a South Florida chain of vintage shops.
1: Called out of the closet,
0: out of the closet, yeah,
1: and it's just as gay as it sounds.
0: <laughs> they, uh, Scotty, they, they do HIV testing. They also have a
1: clinic on on there, and and a, and some sort of coffee shop as well. Yeah, I Yeah, coffee shop, yeah. clinic, vintage
0: shop, and man, like that land was not cheap. It was like a million bucks, right, to buy just the land, and then now they're building a custom. Uh, home for this, and it looks like a submarine. And, and my email is blowing up because everybody's like, yeah. What is this? Why haven't you written about this? And I'm well, like, Well, su- yeah, I
1: wrote about this two years submarine ago. Submarine is a good way of, of describing it, but it's also kind of yeah. like that uh, South Florida feel, right? The circular windows, circular yeah, windows, and like that Art Deco ish mm-hmm. kind of look, yeah. It'll be a nice uh, facade for, for that neighborhood, for that intersection. I like
0: that they brought it closer to the street, parking's behind. It kind of frames the street as you're walking, yep. you're going through it. It's exactly what that corner needs. Absolutely. Uh, maybe not as high as I'd like to see something there, but like if there's no parking, I don't know what else you're supposed to do. Yeah. Out of the
1: closet. Out of the Out of closet. closet. We're working on something. Dude. 2020 (laughs) we're coming out of the closet closet. is it is it opening in 2020 we don't know it took forever because your your post that you posted which a lot of people pointed out was an old article my god (laughs) was uh from 2017 i was about to throw my computer against the wall wow
0: like i know it's old who cares? I just didn't want to rewrite the article. I don't have any new information. It's people. just
1: some of uh, some of the bungalow folks thought they could win a prize if they pointed out that they it was are old.
0: So literal. Everyone just just they have nothing to say. We are getting the most beautiful salads delivered to us. Right Absolutely, now. I'm
1: getting the wedge Thank and I've got much. some salmon on top of it. I can't wait to eat this.
0: Yeah, spinach and berries, and we're going to take pictures for Graham. Excellent. Yeah. Um... We just actually, speaking of food, we just went to Tapatoro overnight drive, delicious.
1: And yeah, then, we did. It was fun. There was flamenco dancing, which yeah, you know, we did that other, for it. Took, took my dad for Christmas Eve.
0: Christmas, it was fun. <laughs> I don't think
1: we, did, we didn't really know. We were looking for a Christmas Eve dinner. Yeah. Good deal, which it was. I was impressed. I yeah. Was impressed. Good job, Tapatoro. You know who else is good? Tell Hungry me Hungry Pants hungry pants I
0: d- I know you're not necessarily a fan. Well, you know, it's for the plant
1: curious and you ain't curious about plants. I, you know, I I can I can enjoy it when I like it.
0: <laughs> well, well said. So we're going to do I love it. I've been there probably twice in the past week. Nice. So you're
1: obviously a big fan.
0: But we're also doing an event. You are Hungry Pants himself. (laughs) Yeah, I got Hungry Pants. (laughs) Thirsty, too. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What? We're (laughs) We're working on an event with them for Bungalower Buddies members. It's going to be in early February. Our Bungalower Buddies members are people who contribute on an ongoing basis to Bungalower in an exchange for their, like, $5 a month. They get early access to cool events. They get discounts to local shops. Yep. And now we're doing... I'm the
1: bungalower, buddy. Thank you. You're welcome. And
0: now we're doing curated experiences. Last one we did was a preview, like, like a little influencer preview of Bagel Bruno.
1: Oh, right, 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 right. I was there.
0: And then before that, we did like a preview of the menu at Hammered Lamb because I got a new chef. This new one's going to be a preview of the brunch that they're going to be doing at Hungry Pants. They're going to be announcing a new oh, brunch. Oh, nice. Series. When will brunch
1: be? Uh, it'll be on Saturdays and Sundays. Saturday and Sunday, okay. Yeah. So, and just a pro tip for you, Orlandoans: going if you're if you're really into brunch, going Saturdays is usually a better bet. Sundays are off the chain in, in Orlando. So
0: keep your eyes peeled for that. And again, it's open only to members. If you uh, if you want to be there, it's, it's free basically, except for your membership fee. Uh, <laughs> Become a member. It could be one time or again. It's ongoing. free, except
1: how it isn't. You could literally
0: <laughs> give us five bucks, right? Once, and then you'll get an invite to uh, RSVP. Nice. And it's limited RSVPs, so you got to get in quick. Okay. So that's fun. I'm really excited about that. Oh, and then also, since it's the holidays, if you're getting rid of your tree, don't just like throw it in a landfill or in a lake or something. Or <laughs> do or people like we, do that. Throw yeah. it in the lake. I'm tempted Whoa. to throw it over the fence at the nearby bar. <laughs> See what those guys
1: do. They wouldn't notice it for a
0: while. They wouldn't. It'd be like full of possums yeah. or something. Uh, you can just place it curbside, take all the ornaments out, and then on, put it place it curbside on your normal yard waste collection day, and then the city will come and take it from you for free, and then mulch it up. When will, will, up will, will that start happening? Now it's starting now. Okay, yeah. So you can do that now. Anyway, Scotty, let's talk about some some news. Okay, um, and this is kind of selfish, but when you were here last or last week, <laughs> we had just released the news that the library is doing digital check-in, Dig- oh, digital mobile check-out. 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 Can you explain that? Because because we talked about it, and then John and I were like, we have no idea what this. No means. idea what it is. Well, so, it's
1: called Cloud Library, okay. and you can actually go and uh, get an app for it. Uh, one cool things that it does is you you then it would have Wait. your
0: for those who don't know, Scotty works at the Orange County. Public oh, sorry. Library yes. System. Okay, that's what. And I'm just asking you because in you're the smart. effort
1: of full disclosure, yeah, yeah, you Um, yeah, cloud library. So one cool thing it does is it stores your library card, so you don't ever have to worry about it. You'll have it right there on your phone. Uh, the the checkout that it does, if you you can go into the library, browse the stacks, pick out a book, and uh, you can check it out using the app. And then there's a little station that you stop at to kind of desensitize it. I, I don't know the actual term for that. So that when you walk through the doors, it doesn't go beep, beep, beep at you. The what the other do? cool, What's that? Beep, beep, beep. It's, I don't think that's a very accurate uh, uh, imitation of that. But uh, the other <laughs> thing that it does is you can get audiobooks. Um, sometimes there are audiobooks that are harder to get. But uh, the reason that is is because it's a shorter window. So you'll uh. only have like one week as opposed to you know the lo- longer terms when, when you uh, when you get the audiobook normally, so it's it's got those things going on for it. We're the first in Florida to do it. Um, I, I believe we're the first to actually do the uh, the checkout as well. But is I it could, working well? I could be wrong. Well, it, you know it's a new thing, so it's got its uh, got its bugs, and we're working closely with the company to so to I, work those out.
0: I barely listened. Okay. In your description because I had a little piece of my and I stopped listening. So, so why did I do that? Do you need to <laughs> check out when you leave? Can you talk to the checkout person? Or, or do you just check it out with your phone no, and No, Brendan.
1: So you just check it out with your phone and leave? Yeah. You go to the stacks. Uh-huh, that's uh-huh. what we, in the library business, that's what we call that's those shelves of books. Some, <laughs> they can't make they can. out in the
0: stacks. Yeah, Hey,
1: you okay. know. Sometimes love happens at the library.
0: (laughs) I was conceived in the history history Oh, you were not. That's not true.
1: You were not.
0: Uh, Patrick, my brother, was conceived in a canoe.
1: I think your listeners know that story well. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Congratulations, Patrick. Nobody
0: knows where I came from. (laughs) They were going to call me Glynnis. No, Gertrude, if I was a girl. Right. Oh, awful.
1: So, yeah, so you go to the stacks. You pick out the books that you want. Um, Then you use your mobile App Your cloud library app to check them out and then to desensitize them so you don't get an alarm when you walk out the door or you go over to this one station. that That's usually somewhere wow. in the checkout area.
0: So is the idea to get rid of the checkout people?
1: No, and it, it isn't at all. It's just to make things a little bit more convenient for everybody. I like so that. So that way you don't have to wait for somebody to, to check it. Don't you worry. Uh, the, the librarians who may not be checking you out at that moment, they have plenty to do. Okay.
0: So Because I you know i like that and i also don't like talking to people so it sounds great <laughs> uh let's talk about Fias kara from orlando weekly he just released Hi, a Fies. roundup of the his what he sees are the best restaurants in in orlando right
1: yeah Did there you were read them f- f- six right Did yeah I, I thought there's a, this list was well there's one that's an honorable mention
0: oh wait best restaurant okay so I've been to most of these.
1: Tori Tori was his number one, right? Which, number one and best restaurant his, in 2019. And his only choice. That's downtown.
0: Oh yeah, and there's a lot in the tourist areas, so that's interesting. So he says some of the best years, years best dishes came courtesy of meats grilled over binchotan coals. So this is that really slick New Mills Fifty Tapanaki uh, cocktail bar. We're not supposed to call it a bar, or no, we're not supposed to call it a restaurant. We have to call it a bar, because they don't like that. They don't. They don't like when you call it a restaurant, even though they're serving food.
1: Right. Wow. Yeah, I know. Whatever. They seem uh, really picky about that. <laughs> why? The, why? So, but it's also expensive.
0: It's like the style of it is meant to be like this after work, like workers' bar, like like you would in Japan go have really cheap drinks and then like $2 chickens on skewers.
1: So it just happens to have food is what they're trying to do. Right. Be. Okay, I see. But
0: like, it's really, it's fancy. It's beautiful. Yeah. You, you would go there for like a date or like a magazine shoot
1: because it's gorgeous. So how do they communicate this to people that they don't want it to be called a restaurant?
0: They tell people that when you're there interviewing. Hi, welcome. <laughs> we're not a restaurant.
1: <laughs> I think... But like... <laughs> If I think they should park. be happy they're calling it anything at all, right? If you're
0: ca- if you're calling it a bar, you should probably have more than two bartenders. Whoa! You
1: know what I mean? Oh no, you, you know didn't. What I mean? Oh I did. no, no,
0: you didn't. If you got more people working in the kitchen than you do at the bar, it's probably. I haven't a been restaurant, there yet. That's all I'm saying. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They really got us. That's the episode where John and I drink too much. Yes, the one.
1: I do remember that. I, mean, I think that's a famous episode. A didn't l- you go to Wally's as well that oh, night? Oh yeah. 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 Did a, a tour.
0: Uh, the next one is, I think it's Haleo, Jaleo, Haleo, Haleo. It's like Haleo but
1: with a J, <laughs> right? Sure. I think. I yeah. Oh, no, it must be Haleo. I see it's Spanish, right?
0: It's uh, It was done by a James Beard Award finalist, Jose Andres. Right. Uh, Spanish. We actually, we were invited to the opening to come try it. Delicious also. That is a bungalow or thumbs up. We can write about it because it's outside I, of our coverage area. I feel area. like
1: these are – I'm seeing a trend here. Faez chose these based on the ones he was invited to their openings. <laughs> got free food. Yeah, right. That's a rumor I'm spreading at least. As
0: a as a food critic, they turn down a lot of those media nights. Yeah. They have to – it's better for them to go on their own.
1: Ah. Yeah, yeah. When they don't know they're like But like we've a couple of them do our you got to know night. who Fayez is though. Yeah. <laughs> They're not. He's not fooling well, anybody. He
0: hanging out at, uh, at Hungry Pants, and he wasn't sure if Faiz had ever been there because he didn't know what he looked like.
1: Oh. he's secret. So he does go, do a good job of blending in. Yeah. Oh, awesome.
0: Kabuki Sushi on Sand Lake. That's his number three. Nice. Because I guess Turkey Lake Road. Um, it's delicious. Probably one of the best Asian restaurants in town. Susuru, which is, that's the, uh, it means slurp. In Japanese. Obviously. And, and we went there to a media night. Yes, we did. Oh, fun. I was there. Over by, uh, it's like by a billion... That was fun. Shop. That was a great place. Yeah, right behind Crossroads at Disney. Baez was
1: there getting free food, I remember. It's so fun.
0: <laughs> was, he, was he there for that one too?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just, uh, proper, I'm just spreading rumors. That's, my, that's what I'm doing at the tail end of 2019 <laughs> to get it all out of my system. Scotty's here to send, send rumors. This is rumors with Scotty
0: Gable. Proper <laughs> and wild... Which is by the Sanctum Cafe people. They they're like plant forward as well. I haven't even heard of this. It, oh really? No. It's beautiful. It's it's in Winter Park off Park Avenue. Um, we, I knew it was opening, and I this is some dirt. Okay. And I and I was like, hey, I know you're opening a new spot in Winter Park. I'd love to hear more about it. And the yeah. owner was basically like, no story to tell. Don't right. look behind the curtain, which drives me crazy. Yeah. So when they eventually opened, I didn't really write about it because I was like, no story to tell there
1: because you're
0: keeping secrets from me,
1: <laughs> which is so petty. Did somebody else write about it? Oh, everyone's written about it. Uh, We're the only well, I thought it was one of those things where they didn't tell you, but they told their friend, the blogger. Oh yeah, oh, it was. Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah, that's generally well. You know, that's if they want to play favorites, then then that's what they're. going to But their get. food is
0: great. So, like, Sanctum is the one in, in Colonial Town, right near Vimy. Uh
1: like. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Okay. Right. Right Beautiful near. Beautiful looking. It's, it's, it's conveniently located to a, next to a future Starbucks. It is. It is. As a point of <laughs> reference for for everybody,
0: and a uh, <laughs> and a steakhouse that's never coming. What's the Kobe? Kobe Steakhouse. It'll never be there. It's not coming. There used to be one there. That's
1: the weird thing.
0: Uh, Fayez also area. did mm-hmm. eight best dishes of 2019. Oh, okay. I and see. You can find out more about... You can hear more about that if you go to OrlandoWeekly.com and we have someone okay. coming up. Hey. hey! Can
1: I be <laughs> Scottish? I'm Scottish. No. Hey, yes, I want to be part. Yo, I... Hola.
0: Thank you. Hi. Merry Christmas. This seems to happen here at Delaney's <laughs> Tavern.
1: This ha- happened to us last time as well. Did you have
0: a good dinner? I'm sorry. No, I didn't eat f-ing dinner.
1: I'm Scottish.
0: Well, that crazy Scottish lady's
1: finally gone. Was she really Scottish? I'm like, no. I, I'm a little confused. <laughs> no. Like, she did. She, it was pretty good, but I mean, I could, oh, wow. you know through the slurring. Everybody sounds Scottish after a while, <laughs>
0: after they've had a few drinks. I agree. Who cares? She's gone. Hopefully, she's not going to be in our trunk when Followed we drive my away. Oh yeah. drunk lady. Yeah. Don't follow me home. Um, we were talking about... What were we talking about before the crazy lady Baez's showed
1: up? list. I, I think we were talking about the dishes at this point. All oh, right.
0: So, this one's like, nobody's going to care. But just in case, number one was the Nashville Hot Chicken Sandwich at Swine and Sons, which uh-huh. I've had, and it's delicious. Yep.
1: Can't go wrong with swine ensigns.
0: No, they know what they're doing. I love Reese and uh, friends. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for forgetting your name. Uh, Sweet Okayama Hatate at Kabuki Sushi. Over there on Sand Lake, Turkey Road. It's like a scallop. It's a scallop dish. They do like an omakase thing, which means the chef like will make you whatever he wants to make you. You don't really get to choose. Say that again? It's called omakaki. Omakasi. Oh, omakase. <laughs> Not not bukaki, oh my oh my oh my bukaki. <laughs> uh, lamb chops at Cafe Thirty Four, Istanbul. Nice, because uh, you know Turkish people know what they're doing. Uh, I don't know what this is. It's a fried egg yolk at Ravello, which I, I don't even ask me where that is. Sete, <laughs> Sete got something for their thick chewy house-made noodles. I feel like
1: we're wading into territory we have no no business talking about. I don't know any of these. Yeah. Look at so, these fancy dishes. They're fun.
0: Tons Taglish is up there too. I'd like to actually go to Taglish maybe next week. So, we'll let you know. To, stay tuned to our Instagram What we'll is tell that? You where we're going to record. Sisig. 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 It looks like it's like a an egg rice uh pork dish. It looks like it might be something you
1: could get at iHop.
0: Uh, well, you better oh, no. wash your mouth out with soap. because <laughs> It's one of the top dishes.
1: Oh, gotcha. Okay. Ever. Sorry in about town. that.
0: Uh, and you know what, Scotty, we're we're out of time. But come back after the break. We promise there won't be any more drunk Scottish people. We well, maybe there will be if or you or like r- that part. Yeah. <laughs> and we have. Uh, we're going to talk about whether arts funding is important. Rick Scott thinks it isn't. Whoa! We're going to talk about uh, new restaurants, and then we're going to tell you about Virgin Trains talking to Disney World. Awesome!
1: Orange County Library System wants to make sure you know about these three things. Hey, Horizon West! We'll be in your neighborhood tomorrow. Enjoy a story time and crafts for the whole family at the Waterley Community Center during our library pop-up event. Cuentame on Cuento takes place at our Chickasaw branch on January 3rd. This is an interactive story time in English and Spanish, suitable for speakers of either language. The whole family is invited. Don't have your library card yet? Start the new year off right by getting the card with limitless benefits. It's easy to do online or in person with your Florida driver's license or ID. Learn about these three things and so much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323 that's OCLS.info or 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect.
0: Welcome back to Bungalow in the Bus. That was a quick break. Thank you for listening to Real Radio. And here tonight, instead of John Bustegger, is Scotty Campbell.
1: Hey, everybody. Hey, You're Scotty. welcome.
0: You're- <laughs> thanks for Thanks for subbing in. Before the break... We were talking about uh, arts.
1: The arts. The
0: arts. And whether funding
1: them. And funding for the arts. Is
0: important. What do you think?
1: I I think it's important that we have culture. And I think that it's important that we fund it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, I also think it's important that people go out and support these cultural places, so that they don't always have to be funded. So, but uh, you're saying, uh, did you say before the break something about Rick Scott?
0: Yeah, but let me give you some context. So the reason this came up for me, double double header, we just released. Uh, United Arts has just funded 34 organizations for 2020 with for their with via their operating support grants program. They gave out. Two point two eight million dollars. Wow! Right to help people yep. support, like literally keep their doors open. Right, and the reason that's important to me is because I was actually on one of the panels. I helped oh, gotcha. decide where, who got Deciding the money, where
1: the b- funds go,
0: and they break it up into three different tiers. Scotty, there's small, which is organizations that have a budget of seventy five thousand to two hundred ninety nine thousand. There's a medium midsize, which is 300000 to 899000 and then large, which is anything over $900,000. Okay. So I was on the large budget uh, panel.
1: Of course you were.
0: Thank you. First time ever. Went straight, straight for the big <laughs> straight,
1: ones. The large. Nah, Just I give me-
0: I don't start little and go big. Right. Just go big. And uh, so people like, I, we kind of broke it down. So the Philharmonic got $276,000. <laughs> like- Isn't that crazy? How much again? $276,000. The Orlando Ballet, $271,000. Wow. The Science Center, $271,000. Orlando Shakespeare Theater, $245,000. The Repertory Theater, $181,000. Orlando Museum, $159,000. This goes all the way down like Downtown Arts District, which got 32 grand. (laughs) <laughs> wow. Okay. They just moved up from mid-size grants to large, so they're they're scoring. Uh,
1: so the bottom of the large them. is not very. Oh no, that's so, not a lot of money.
0: So it goes anywhere between thirty-two thousand dollars and two hundred and eighty thousand dollars in the large budget. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But that being said, some of the larger ones were getting even more money, and we made sure that we took from them and like redistributed it. It to the smaller ones because it would go further. Gotcha. Right? Which I, you know, it was not an easy process. I'll tell you about that. Some <laughs> of the, the negotiations. Yeah, and we promise not to talk about it, but people had opinions. Mm. Um, and the reason I brought this up is because Senator Rick Scott recently slammed federal art funding uh, because he sees it that there's a lack of return on investment for taxpayers. Huh. He thinks. How, can I read you what Orlando Weekly said? Sure. We can all we could we can all support research and appreciate the arts. This is directly from Rick Scott. But the federal government spends three hundred million a year on arts and humanities, including funding expensive projects that don't provide any return on investment for taxpayers. That's the full quote. Uh, he also pointed to culprits like a twenty-five million dollar. Uh, Grant for the maintenance and security of Kennedy Center, Kennedy Center for the Arts in Washington. Uh They get $25 million a year. Uh, And then another $7.25 million increase recently in funding for the National Endowment of the Arts, which he said was the largest increase in a decade. Uh, And so, and then to couple that, he also said these spending increases might be nice to have, but with $23 trillion in national debt, Congress needs to make some tough choices. And he's saying we need to cut.
1: Yeah, obviously, he, this, is, this is a ruse for him because if we look deep into these budgets, the, the places where these cuts should happen is, is not in the arts. And, and it's a hard thing to argue because the return on investment is, is not something that you can always monetize. Um, but, but he's, he's a fool, but we've, we've known this for, for many, many years and I have no idea how this man still has a job. Part
0: of the reason United arts raised so much money in this recent year was because, uh, state dollars under Rick Scott, maybe the previous years, uh, were cut so drastically Mm -hmm. that some of those, these organizations are really, really dependent on these handouts, uh, from organizations like United Arts to help them yeah. keep their doors open, uh,
1: do you think that's cool? Do I think that, that it's cool that they're dependent so much on us? Yeah. Um, I I don't know. In a, in a way, I do because I do I do feel like uh, if we would like these cultural institutions to be around, then then we should be out. We should be going to them, and and it should be something where where it you know it's largely donor funded. But of course, also United Arts is donor funded so right. yeah
0: uh, I'm gonna be the devil's advocate on this I'm yeah. an artist so
1: clearly I like
0: supporting the arts yeah but why can't arts organizations run themselves like a business I think we're saying the same thing why why can't they why can't a local arts museum operate off of ticket sales
1: I I agree um, I, I, and, and I mean, you know, when it comes to that, you have, uh, you have also the performing arts, they're, they're often being, uh, they're often being bailed out. So, you know, is, you know, particularly these performing arts things that have a long history um, at, at this point in their history, they should be supported enough.
0: And I've mentioned it a couple times, uh, local arts organizations, most of them, like these ones that got funded aren't even paying money for rent. You know, a lot of them get in deals with the city where they don't even
1: pay for their building. So if you're not paying
0: for the building and you're not paying for operating costs,
1: where does your revenue go? Which is, you know, a cool thing that that the city does. But then what's always been weird to me is that there are so many arts organizations, cultural organizations, and then what um, the determination of who gets that cool deal and who doesn't. You know,
0: I have specifically reached out to the city multiple times, Scotty, in the recent since I took over Bungalow. Yeah. asking what are the qualifications for an organization to get free rent? What is what needs to happen for the real estate division of Orlando to say that's a great investment? Right. Nobody can tell me what it is, so which makes me question. <laughs> right yep. the, the logic is there any logic behind it or is it just like you're on their radar enough and there's a critical mass of yeses in city hall that right. says you're in our face enough yes you can get free rent because gotcha. i'll tell you there are some organizations that are doing great work uh that can barely keep their tiny little spot open in paramore yeah you know what right why isn't like new images or what new image youth center like right they could use a
1: space. Well, you you look at uh, in in Ivanhoe today as uh, the the day that we're recording this, uh, the venue w- is getting
0: knocked is gone.
1: Um I don't know. Uh, blue, it, to my knowledge, hasn't shared what what's blue stars. This was
0: like a burlesque space, and and when early on in the process, when we were writing about this on Bungalow, we knew that it was going to get tear We'd known it, that building of hers was going to get torn down on Virginia for probably three years, right? Yep. And we've been trying to talk to her about it. And and always getting the same answer. of Like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll find a new home. Everything's going to be great. Like, the city's behind us. We'll find a new space. I re- think she really thought the city and the mayor were, like, going to give her a space for free. But, like, yeah. didn't work
1: out. Doesn't sound like it has. Although no. we, we still don't know exactly what's going on. And then but this, this old is, one's you know, not down. not only a burlesque space but a, a performing arts space An uh, affordable many arts many theater companies yeah. have have used it. Um, the the fringe it's going to be a sorely missed uh, venue the, this coming for the year. Orlando sure International Fringe do, gonna theater do, Festival, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just
0: interesting. But
1: we should you know saying all this the arts are something that we we need as as a but civilized society it? and um, you know what we're saying what we're talking about is these are complicated they are issues
0: made more complicated by not full transparency from people saying like like because then you get people like conservative Republicans who are like when does this end we're right we're just like giving these people millions of dollars every year like and where does it go and then we're and we're seeing arts organizations getting a f- free space but then there's no like actual like is there a handbook that says so you want to get but see this a home but this is just the, Let's see the, that. this
1: again is the ruse, if Rick Scott wants to talk about where where america can make money about its trillion dollar budget then he will start looking into the fact that people in a certain percentage of the tax bracket aren't paying their taxes Mm -hmm. he's probably one of these who finds all the different loopholes and he's not paying his his fair amount of taxes we're getting political we're getting political well this is a political thing Rick, rick scott would make it a political thing now of course he's you know he's in office so really he does that whole shell game with his wife's wife owns the, ch- the, the businesses and all that allegedly. jazz, you know, allegedly, you know, but that, that's where you need to start looking. It, it's just that the, the arts are always an easy target.
0: I was hoping I'd poke the bear enough to get an opinion out of you, <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, Virgin Trains is talking to Disney World, another bear that we can poke. Uh, <laughs> Virgin Trains, the artist formerly known as Brightline, uh, wants to put a rail station at Disney World and okay. Disney World is apparently super into it. And this would be the route between the Orlando International Airport and Tampa. So you'd like... R-
1: nice. There'd be a stop in Disney. Yeah.
0: Hopefully there's a stop up in Orlando, too, because I'd like to do that one.
1: Can you imagine taking the train to Disney? That'd be so fun. That would be great. Like, I well, would I'll be... Well, taking dr- the train to Tampa, I'm already yes. excited about. Yes. Overdue All of for these places I can drink at.
0: I want to drink around the world at Epcot and take the train home. And then hit, like, a
1: lime scooter. And then hopefully... <laughs> right <laughs> hopefully make our stop on the way back, on the way back. where are we <laughs> Sanford. oh ah, my god who cares <laughs> we're just as happy
0: up there <laughs> uh there's a new study that says Orlando is among the least expensive cities for ride sharing in the country uh. the average cost of a ride in Orlando with either Uber or Lyft driver is identical $10.71 among the lowest in the United States the study is by a uh, software maker Atlassian I don't know who they are and they determined the average cost of rides in the 50 most populated United States cities. And the average cost, just to compare, for a ride in New York City is $18.73. That's the most expensive. Seattle is $16.54. And San Francisco is fifteen seventy seven. And the study suggested this because they just have more congestion than we have. Mm. So that's what makes your price go higher. Interesting to know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a new Banh Mi counter in Mills 50. We had a lot of people talking about a new sign that went up on the side. Yeah, the, it looks uh, cute. Yeah, Tian Hung Market. And this is one of the oldest Vietnamese markets uh-huh. in the city. Uh, they've had a Banh Mi counter in there, though, For a while. I want to say maybe even for as long as that space has been there. They've had like a sandwich counter.
1: But they've got a rebranding going on?
0: Yeah. And I'm wondering if It works. And they don't necessarily talk to a lot of journalists. They just kind of like do things. Right. uh, And and I don't get answers from them. But I'm assuming uh, one of the younger kids... Family members is now like stepping up and saying, "Let's do this. Let's make this fresher." They sent
1: him to college. He went through a marketing program. And it was back. Like, yeah, they got a I have ba- ideas. They have a boy Kong mural in Listen
0: there. Listen to this, Dad. <laughs> it's called Bon Me. Oh, they boy. do a boy Kong mural. Yeah, that's it's awesome. Cute. We have a picture of it on bungalore.com. com. Okay. If you want to see what we're talking about, Bon Me Boy Bakery and Cafe. Uh, everything's like five bucks, Whoa, five dollars sandwiches, nice. and they're big sandwiches, freshly baked French bread. That's that's where Bon Me comes from. It's, it's like amalgamation of French and uh, Asian. Bon Me. Yeah. Delicious. Uh, the Orlando Christmas lights have been updated. Yes, it's after Christmas, but the lights will be up until January 5th when the Christmas tree comes down. Very so nice. So you have some time to go see it. Uh, and the reason we, we did a walk around, we took pictures of some of our we favorite did. things. We yeah. uh, The Community Redevelopment Agency, Scotty, spent. They've been spending like roughly two hundred thousand dollars, under two hundred thousand dollars a year for the past like f- three or four years, okay, to, to update the lights. Not just around Lake Eola, but like all the Christmas snowflakes that are along Orange Avenue, mm-hmm. uh, which freed up those Christmas tree lights to go to like the other main streets. They kind of like are dispersing the older ones. Yeah. Otherwise, they had like the twenty-year-old, like just sad-looking uh, light like there was a deer that looked awful yeah and, that was, and that's gone they've gotten rid of that's everything
1: that's in the past Brennan I don't know what you're <laughs> why you have to keep bringing it up so, so, you, so one thing that you and I noticed though that uh, we, we should ha- start a campaign for next year uh-huh. is the the building surrounding there They're was like it's just like spotty decorating there's there 420 has an awesome uh EON. red EON, thing going you on you have a
0: beautiful building do a projection or something something um uh, Camden our apartments you can see all these big beautiful yeah. buildings the view like light your building up yeah because
1: what a great way to, to show well, solidarity isn't, with isn't this. It, Camden's the one that had the red though which was really cool Oh yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. Camden did look cute. No, there's just thing, things you could do. You know, uh, we noticed that the courthouse, the courthouse doesn't have a thing going on, and you are could green. very easily with with different colored lighting, green, green and red lighting.
0: And then all these ones you could get on the uh, OUC Solar Solutions program, and you can make everything carbon neutral. Uh, Excellent. All solar powered lights, just like all the Christmas lights around Lake Yola are. And then oh, we're running out of time. We got to keep going. Bakari Burns, killing it. Already, yeah. I'm already a big fan of what he's doing. He's shaking it up. He wants to make everything more like service-based. He has like a service-based platform because he runs. Uh, he's our new commissioner, new city commissioner, right, right, district right. six.
1: So, some freshness to the city yeah. commission there.
0: He runs like a, a healthcare group in Paramore that okay. serves primarily uninsured people, but it's also underinsured and also people with insurance. Uh, and I just get him. I, I really like what he's saying. I That's hope great. he. Doesn't let me down. Uh, they're going to start enforcing the texting law. The starting Wednesday. They meaning the state of Florida. State of Florida. Uh, Highway patrol and other law enforcement agencies are going to issue tickets instead of warnings to motorists if you're stopped for texting while driving. First offense is a thirty dollars fine, and then it could go up to one hundred eight dollars if you don't pay it. Okay. Of- then, well,
1: I, I hope they have enough law enforcement to, to enforce this. I mean, that, that's part of, you know, like around town with our parking situation. You know, they've got signs up, but if you don't have the staffing, the funding for the law enforcement, yep. then th- th- it's not going to change. I know you're so.
0: worried about it. It's like Wild West. We don't have enough staff. We don't that's have true. enough cops.
1: That's true. So you can have a, a you know a law about texting, but unless they get caught and people are are then deterred from doing uh-huh. it, it's not going to work.
0: Uh, air Force Space Command. What does that mean? It's a thing. It's our new. We have an air. It's our new branch of the armed forces. Okay.
1: Chair oh, sp- why are we talking about that? Because <laughs> it's
0: it's going to impact us. It's going to impact so? air bases that are around us. They're going to be sucked into the new uh, space command air force division. So what are we
1: talking about, McCoy and? Uh... Uh,
0: Can I read you the thing?
1: Yeah, go ahead. What else? So this is
0: the new 2020 (laughs) 2020 (laughs) National Defense Authorization Act. It was just signed by Trump, President Trump. Uh, Space Command is designated as a part of the Space Force. There's going to be 16,000 civilians and service members who are part of the Space Force. And the 45th Space Wing, it's an Air Force division that operates out of Cape Canaveral. And then Patrick Air Force Base will be part of it, and
1: then they're going to rename them. They haven't Patrick. That's what I was thinking. Of. They
0: haven't announced that. Where's Patrick?
1: Uh, over near the dog beach that I took took Bernie to that one time. <laughs> all right, I can't tell you.
0: Right, America has more to lose. Anyway, it's just interesting. So this is all part of like the president's initiative. Uh, he's scared of what could happen in space if if America's not there first. Oh, uh, sure he is. So now he wants the space force. I just want the t-shirt cuz I think it's going to be super
1: cool. Yeah.
0: I also am excited because it will like reinvigorate investment in space technologies. I
1: think I think so too and I and I think there are a lot there's lots of support for this idea despite it being kind of a joke but is it in the grand scheme of things and in terms of priority uh, what Americans need? I question that
0: Right You could be spending that on infrastructure projects You
1: could It could be uh, healthcare um, <sighs> Could be uh, making uh, tuition for colleges less expensive Or possibly uh-huh, even uh-huh. free
0: Such a communist
1: <laughs> Well Socialist I d- Yeah I don't think Yeah
0: Yeah. Alright we're running out of time So we'll do events for Okay
1: one. let's do events
0: The last Orlando Critical Mass of the year Is taking oh, place tonight
1: Not the last one of the year <laughs> It's they can squeeze another one cyclists, in.
0: Not thousands, hundreds, almost a thousand, tens of <laughs> bikes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take to the street. They used to go. Critical mass is supposed to happen at peak uh, transport, like right. Traffic times. It was a bit of a statement. It's supposed the to be new uh, people who run it don't like that, and so they moved it to seven o'clock. It no longer leaves at five thirty.
1: We mass, but carefully
0: out of Lock Haven Park. Seven o'clock. It's a. It's a meese. A miss. A critical what? miss. A critical oh. miss. Ooh, there's something there. Om nom in the courtyard. There's going to be a DJ producer out of San Francisco doing sets at the historic well-born hotel Oh, kitchen. I like that place. Uh, 4 to 11 p.m. That's at 2.11 North Lucerne Circle. Totally free. It's it's free. Not the drinks. You got to pay for drinks.
1: Are, no, the free drinks are definitely not free there.
0: One of the coolest venues in town, though, right now. True uh afro love party this is taking place at celine orlando afro beats tribalism super cool wakanda inspired realness
1: is that them saying that or you made that up I'm wakanda oh, okay
0: yeah uh well marvel made up wakanda what five, <laughs> five to ten p.m at celine, what that's orlando, not historic town i feel like it's a real place 15 bucks Uh, The Endless Poor Comedy Tour is taking place. This is a music and comedy event at Ivanhoe Park Brewing Company. They're touring performers from out of town. Uh, Looks really cool. That's taking place 6.30 uh, into the evening. So it's happening right now. You can still go make it if you're listening to us us on air. And Orlando Magic is playing the 76ers tonight. Hopefully they win.
1: They're playing the Sixers on New Year's Eve.
0: No, this is Friday, baby. This is on the twenty seventh. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. okay. Christmas t- Eve is on Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. Saturday.
1: Wow, that was really firm. Yeah. Well, okay. you know,
0: I don't. Want, I need people out there to know that I got you in hand. <laughs> uh, Camping World Bowl is taking place Saturday, December twenty eighth. This is like what?
1: Huh? I'm listening. It's like
0: the Citrus Bowl.
1: I'm listening, and I'm listening well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <You're> making faces. <laughs> Uh, It's game time, blah, blah, blah. All of the bars downtown are going to be crazy. Crazy. We know Market on Magnolia is doing a watch event. If you don't want to buy tickets, you can go to Wall Street Plaza and do their street party. And then Broken Strings Brewery is doing a tailgate party too. And they're right close to the stadium. So go check them out. There's a drag competition taking place at Arrow Bar. If you win it, you get a cabana package and comp bottle package. And then you can also get booked throughout 2020 to perform there. So if you're thinking that... You can win this drag competition at Arrow Bar on 60 North Orange Avenue downtown. Go check it out. Totally free to compete. Culture Fest is a music and art festival. Live performances, DJs all at Festival Park in the Milk District. That'll be crazy. And then welcome. Sunday, Sunday, December 29th at 3 p.m. It starts Festival Park. And then Welcome to Hell 2019. It's this like synth pop, industrial, goth, dark music kind of like night taking place at Independent Bar, 9.30 p.m. on Sunday. That'll be super fun. We're running yeah. out of time. We recorded tonight at Delaney Tavern. Super happy to be here. They have a New Year's Eve uh, dinner menu. It's, what, five courses? Five different courses with wine and booze pairings. Two different seatings at 6.45 and 8.45 p.m. 70 bucks a pop. Looks awesome. We'll have this in our upcoming Roundup round Year's with... Super cool, awesome discounts for but the it's best But not the events. magic
1: game that night. Not a magic game that I just night. just want to be clear on that.
0: Scotty, thanks for filling in. For John, we're out of time. Thank you, Delaney Tavern and Hotel for putting up with us. Uh, I hope that Scottish person never comes back.
1: Thanks, everyone.